0: Ask Pat. Ask Pat. What's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to episode 1021 of Aspat 2.0. This is a podcast where I coach an entrepreneur like you through a specific problem or pain or issue that they're having. And today we're talking with Guy Hopman, who is a teacher who has now built several online courses across several different websites and several different hosting accounts and now needs help managing all those things. He's actually done really well and I didn't know this until we started recording uh, earlier today in this coaching session, but he was actually featured in Ask Pat episode like 46, like nearly a thousand episodes ago and a lot has happened since then. We talked about that a, a little bit, but then we get into, okay, how can we manage all this? And it really, it really comes down to, you know, why are you managing this all yourself? Because I found out, uh, that he was doing this all by himself, which is like commendable, right? But, I mean, almost to the point at burnout, uh, and, and it would get there soon unless we do something about it. So we're going to do something about it today. So let's get to that, and thank you to Guy, who is the guy who we're talking to today to coach through these problems. So let's get to that session right now. Here he is. Hey, Guy, thanks for joining me on Ask Pat 2.0. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, it's Great to have you back on the show because I just uh, realized that you were way back in episode 45 of Ask Pat when I was taking those voicemail questions, which was I think you said four years ago. So uh, I'm sure a lot has happened since then. Yes.
1: Yes it's uh, it's been it's been a roller coaster ride.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, let's talk about it. Kind of if you can update people who hadn't listened to that episode uh, or you know things have changed. Um, what do you what do you do now?
1: Uh well I'm I'm a New York City high school teacher. I teach uh science like especially um particularly chemistry. I still doing that uh since the last time and but at the same time I also I used to do like tutoring on the side and then um I had kids. <laughs> and so I was like how can I still tutor and make some money and so I started uh like tutoring online. So I have a few online courses that nice. I yeah Pretty much also uh, test prep, kind of like what you did with the lead exam, but more for like science and uh,
0: other subject areas. That's cool. And you said uh, – are you tutoring at the high school level as well? Uh,
1: not uh, – I don't do like in-home tutoring or one-on-one tutoring anymore. It's it's all strictly like – courses on, and stuff? Yeah, online courses.
0: Awesome. Sweet. So wh- uh, what's on your mind? What can I help you with?
1: Well, uh, so since the last time I called in, um, I had just one course and – i'm up to five courses now congrats yeah it's it's been it's pretty much like one course a year it's kind of worked out at that pace um you know i've gotten feedback from you know good feedback from customers and students alike and and they just keep saying hey do you have a course for this do you have a course for that and that's pretty much like how i knew to create the next course um and so it's, it's gone to the point where I have, you know, five courses now, I have five different websites, um, five different sets of emails that I'm sending out. Hmm. And, um, my, my biggest, I guess, pain point right now is, you know, I'm just managing everything myself. So is, is there a way to consolidate, um, into maybe just one website, I, I guess, just to give you background, um, the websites are so I do chemistry um, biology uh, and then physics I also do algebra which they call algebra 1 mm-hmm. and geomet- and now geometry so it's like a little bit of math and science nice and I do plan on going into some of like the social studies subjects and maybe like English as well but uh, I'm not at that point yet so it's the problem that I have now is only going to you know get
0: worse Right. Well, what, what is really the real challenge here for you amongst all these courses and the organization of all this?
1: It's pretty much uh, like I feel like I'm updating. Each course is like its own business. So I feel like I'm running five different businesses simultaneously on five different sites. And the more courses I add, it's just adding a sixth and a seventh. And and I, I just want to know if if it's smart to create like one hub site and then branch out from there. Uh, I guess on the same site to the different subject areas.
0: I mean, essentially, if you were to create a hub site, I mean these these other sites and other courses and their respective email lists would likely just still exist, right? Um, but how do you feel a hub site like that would help you?
1: Well, I think with the hub site, I would it would still be like one, one like login. To like to manage from the admin side, and mm-hmm. then I would just go to the necessary pages that I would need to update. I honestly don't have that many pages that I update, um, it, but it's just the You know, when I do need to update, I just feel like I'm logging into five different accounts and managing five different pages. Uh, I guess from your perspective, the email itself, I would still be sending out you know subject specific email. So on that end, it wouldn't really change. Um.
0: So it's kind of like a, a, an administration sort of issue in terms of just how these courses are laid out. Are that what platform are you using to serve these courses?
1: Um, I'm on Thinkific. Okay. Um, I used to be on, I used to be on several, but it uh, changed. Um, I was on Udemy for a while, yeah. and then uh, I had to switch out of that. And um, good move. I was I was actually going between uh, Teachable and Thinkific. I know you work with Teachable. That was actually another question of mine, and I almost switched over to Teachable, but because I had so many courses and and things like that, I, and it was during one of my launches and seasons, I, I just sure. never made sure. it over. Well, uh, I'm,
0: no, a, I'm, pretty, I'm a fan of both. I like Teachable, obviously. I'm an advisor to the company, but I love Thinkific and Greg over there, CEO, amazing guy, really helpful, and so I, I like both platforms. I don't know feature-wise on on Thinkific, do they not have a one-login for each student for all the courses, they're all they're all kind of separate.
1: Well, no, I think IFIC actually is not so much the issue, it is one login. I do manage all the courses okay, there, good. but I have separate like um, domains, like blue. I, I actually through you, I have a Bluehost, several Bluehost accounts um, to host each individual subject course matter. So that's more the the log- actually my first one, the the chemistry one that I made first is on uh, HostGator, and then I have four others on Bluehost.
0: And on those websites, what do you have on those websites? Is it just some, a sales page or are there other content that's on there?
1: So I have my – it's my home page where people come in. They you know fill out their form. Um, they get a freebie, mm-hmm. and it takes them to uh, a sales page where I have like an evergreen webinar um, up there. Uh, but the, one of the other things that I have is other like pages that uh, I made for like schools – Mm-hmm. Cause, and I could talk about that separately, but one of the things that I, I kind of learned from the prior Aspat episode was how to reach out to parents. And um, one of the things that I do is I, you know, I deal with the PTA organizations mm-hmm. and I create uh, their own dedicated pages for them for each subject. Where they could go to that, and they have like uh, you know a dedicated discount and things like that. So those are other pages that I manage. Not not so much as I do the other pages, but they're still pages that exist on each individual site that I
0: I manage. Okay. Are they? um, They all WordPress sites?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I'm trying to think of a tool. There was a tool that I remember that I I didn't use personally, but it's a WordPress. like website manager tool that would allow you to kind of really easily integrate between different – I think it's called like WP – manage WP, I think it is. Yeah, here it is. OK. This may be a good solution. So this is a managewp.com. And from what I know about this, it's a WordPress website management dashboard where you can quickly and easily kind of switch between different websites. That are all on WordPress in one dashboard. So this could be a potential solution. I, I I don't know for sure, but it could be something that you could look into to see if you can if you can do that. Um, just to make and kind of streamline that process for you, mm-hmm. um, one click admin access to all those sites. It's unlimited sites for all of them, um, and you can actually have a team and client collaboration kind of along with that. Um, so that 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 could be a good way to start organizing this. I wouldn't. Look for like a brand new website where then you can move all these websites into one because I think that you have built a lot of credibility over time with each of these individual courses, which are for individual students who have these individual problems or these individual um, you know sets of information that they need to learn. Plus, with SEO, I'm assuming that you know you're benefiting from that as well. So I worry about consolidation and the fact that it would potentially hurt the authority of each of these sites that you've built i mean each of these sites is a business you you are absolutely right about that and so i could feel your pain here in the in the organization of it and perhaps it's just being able to easily log into all of them at once and be able to click around that might solve that particular problem although i do want to ask you a question have you are 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 you alone in, in doing this i am yep had you ever considered potentially having somebody else come on board to help you with some of this
1: um yes um yes but (laughs) (laughs) my uh let's see where do i go with that one um i'm definitely feeling like i'm at the point there's definitely other tasks that i'm considering outsourcing and things like that um so so i guess to add to this this is a very seasonal business because Mm -hmm. um the the courses that i created are, are are for tests that happen only three times a year um and J- June, actually, is the biggest. All right now, I'm, I'm entering my biggest season. I was
0: say, you're about to get lo- loaded right now, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, leading up, right, April, May, June are my biggest months. Uh, then August is another test. And then again in January. So, th- there's, that's the seasonality of it. So, in the off months, I mean, like, I mean, obviously, I could do somebody, like, part-time to help out and things like that. Um, but it, it really comes down to, like, the... the in, I guess the last month of the season because basically what I do is is I have um, bonuses and the bonuses expire and I got to go in and change pricing and things like that and I'm doing it across the board um, you know on each site mm-hmm. and, and so, so it really all comes down to like several weeks in the year when it's like crazy management and other times it's, it's pretty lax
0: yeah I mean this managed WP answer could be could be really helpful for that. Um, but I I would I would actually challenge you to, uh, just because it's seasonal doesn't mean you cannot get help. And I'm sure you're just not leaving these things dormant uh, throughout the year. You're likely creating content or coming up with new ideas for bonuses and stuff. Like the fact that you have these six businesses, you are CEO of this company, and you are still going in and manually changing things like that is is I mean eventually. If you continue down this route and you add more courses, like you're going to get burned out, or something is going to break, or you might, you know, the the more there are, there are the the, the more potential there is for mistakes, right? So right. I, I would encourage you to, to to at least consider what it might be like to work with somebody. And I'm not saying you have to go and hire somebody now. And obviously, it's you're right in the season right now, so so you're doing that. I would hopefully suggest that you're you're also. Kind of optimizing your process down the road, so that you know the more you do this, the easier it becomes. Such that even a person could come in and do these things for you. I would imagine that you're doing a lot of the same things over and over again each season. Perhaps it's 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 different in terms of input, but the same process over and over and over again. Those are great opportunities for you to create SOPs or what's called standard operating procedures. Such that, okay, guys, this test is you know coming up, so four weeks before this. You know, this is the checklist that needs to happen three weeks before. This is the things that need to happen so that anybody can go in and literally follow your process. And I know, I mean, for me, it took me six years to finally, you know, open up to the idea of letting somebody else in to do these things for me because I didn't trust anybody. I was like, this is my baby. I, don't, I Like, why would I do that? It's, I can do it myself. But, I mean, you're either going to get burnt out. It's a, it's a true reality or you're not going to grow as much as you can if you don't get some help. Um hey.
1: That's exactly how I feel right now it's it's also a trust issue um, I feel like you know someone logs in and they can delete something accidentally not realize it or add something without realizing it and yeah h- how do you overcome those trust issues
0: well number one for for that specific example there. Um, You just make sure you have good backup so that you know that if somebody were to make a mistake, you could always sort of rewind time and go back to where you were. That's number – I mean that actually for me was a huge deal, having backups just in case because I just literally didn't trust anybody. Um, Number two, I started with small tasks that – were very simple, and and I worked with people who I trusted. You know, I'm, I'm not saying just go find a random person on Craigslist. There's likely people you already know, or maybe some people in your network, or even friends that can help you uh, on certain seasons or within certain time periods to 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 help relieve you from some of this stuff, or to implement some of these uh, operating procedures that you might create. Um, and, and, and start small and just try try a mini trial. I mean, that's what got me started. I hired uh, somebody to help me edit my podcast, which was something I never thought I would let anybody else ever touch. And once I felt what it was like to have that extra two hours in a week, I was like, all right, let's get more. Let's, let's outsource as much as I can because I finally realized that, hey, this person did it just as good, actually better than I could do it, but also faster. And it also gave me two additional hours that – you could use wherever, uh, relationship building, marketing, or more time with your kids, or, or, or things like that. I mean, I think, you know, one thing that inspired me, um, Guy, was the idea that if I am spending two hours doing something that I shouldn't be doing, that's taking two hours away from my kids. And, I don't know if you feel that way too and maybe it's just a kind of a mind hack that I gave myself to really encourage me to open up to letting other people do things for me. But um, that was a huge deal for for me. So I mean what could an extra – I mean you could probably calculate based on all the things that need to be done how much time you would save. How much would you guess that time would be?
1: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a definitely a good question. Um, I, I do try to get uh, all this stuff done when my kids are sleeping, so I would definitely maybe get more sleep out of it.
0: <laughs> oh, well, that's yeah, that's important too.
1: Yeah, um, no, for sure, um, definitely a good way to look at it. I'd have to uh, really what would, think about it.
0: What, yeah. what would be one small task that you could have a person do – and, and that, that could help alleviate some, some time and, and some stress during the season. I'm just, I'm just brainstorming and jamming with you here.
1: No, that's actually a good question. I've given that a lot of thought. And um, one thing I guess before I give them access to my website um, is – and actually one of the things that's become like an objection that I get from students is – so I, I pretty much created an online – the first online course I did was – back in 2013, mm-hmm. so it's been like five years already. And so one of the objections I get is the content, they're like, are you going to update your course? Because I see, you know, I have like uh, exam dates in the in the videos. And they and they asked me, are you going to update the course? And I said, well, it actually doesn't need to be updated because the, the content's still the same. They just changed the test questions around. And so I don't know if they're satisfied with that answer. So what mm-hmm. I started doing to solve actually multiple issues is I take like more recent exams that come out and I turn that into content. Uh, like I show them how my, the, my, like the concepts can be applied to more recent exams. Mm-hmm. And I send that out like in, like right now I'm sending out a daily email called like the way of the day. Um, and it, and it basically shows them how, despite the videos being old, um, the, the concepts still apply now. And that gives people, you know, more confidence about investing in my program. Yeah. But so cre- and then uh, on top of that is when I combine all those ways. It could be like I don't know, fifty or sixty different little slides that I created. I, I also turn that into like a, a downsell product, mm-hmm. and I also include it as a bonus, like when people buy. So it's it's became it's become solve like several problems but it's also created a new problem in that it's more content that i'm right. creating so so that's something that i i thought i could start outsourcing and have those people create those those like recent exam content materials and and if i see that they do well with that i can start giving them more tasks because that's like a very low level low level task that I, i'm sure somebody anybody could handle
0: yeah and that's what that's that that will make you more money right like that you said is giving people more confidence so that there's there's true value in that and if you're worried about paying i mean you're going to get that money back through that process alone that's a big objection that people have and maybe that is maybe that isn't one of yours but a lot of people are like well i I can do it myself why would i pay somebody to do it well you're getting that time back and people can't connect what they're having their va or assistant or person do with something that's making them money but that one is very clear to me yeah
1: i i think i I can i'm Kind of getting to the point of overcoming the pain part. It's more of uh, the perfectionist than me. Is like ah, they can't, okay. <laughs> they might not be able to do it as good as me. But
0: um, well, number I, one, uh, you don't know that for sure right. um, and, and until you try. And of course, everybody's different. But number two, part of that responsibility is yours to tell them the exact way to do it. It's essentially like you're programming them to do it the way that you want to do it. And in, in, in which case, you're essentially cloning yourself. And getting more time back. Uh, that, like I said, I thought I was the only one who could edit my podcast in the in, in the way that I wanted wanted it to be. And man, what's really cool is when if you get if you get that person who doesn't just do the work that you tell them to do in the way that you want to do it, but also goes and offers some suggestions to make it even better from an outside perspective. I mean, you've you've struck gold. And right. um, that could potentially happen, too. That doesn't always happen, but it can. Um, and you could start small. You can do a, t- a test trial run. You can go, hey, for one month, I'll pay you this many dollars to do this many of these things. Here's the instructions on how to do it. Here's all the material you need for this first one. Deliver it to me by next week or whenever. And uh, it's going to be tough. I, w- I will tell you. You're going to be, like, m- trying to micromanage the whole process. Don't do that because then it defeats the whole purpose. Mm-hmm. But – At least explore this. I would, I would, I would would encourage you to do that because it it is going to get to that point where, especially with all these new opportunities for other courses coming out, I mean, the quality is going to degrade, or 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 you're going to miss things, or things will grow old, or you know, there's. I just, I don't want that to happen. Right.
1: No, no. It's definitely. uh, I I think I'm pretty much done with the the current uh, the last exam that came out. I think I'm going to try it out uh, this summer. Um, after the June exams are done with, and I'm, I'm actually off in the summer. So while I'm off and I have the time to do it, I think it's also a good time to test, to try different people out. Uh, and I could, I, I even thought about trying multiple people out at the same time cause I could, you know, assign each person one, one subject oh, area yeah. to do That's and then good. go, you know.
0: And then you can pick yeah. your favorite one and go. You know what? You're the person that's going to do this for me from now on. And yeah, that's a great idea. Um, what, what else is a guy going to say? Um, so start small, definitely. You can do it for a trial period. And yeah, I I I, th- I think that's it.
1: Yeah, I think that's some some good ideas. And glad I got to talk it out with you.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Thank you. Uh, what would you say out of all this uh, is your biggest takeaway?
1: Um, I need to start getting comfortable outsourcing things and, you know, not – it will free up time for me and could uh, potentially boost the income at the same time. And, you know, the main thing is free up time for me and overcome some trust issues Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, figure out how to streamline things and get people to do things. Uh, a certain way, I guess. Like you said, create those standard operating procedures. Yeah, and then that in any, terms of, any, anybody could come in and just do
0: it. Yeah, and then in terms of passwords, I use a tool called One Password um, that has like a, a team vault. Essentially, if I hire people, I give them access to my vault and and they get the password. Um, but they don't get access to uh, they they don't get access to my WordPress passwords or anything. They just the tool allows them to log into all my things with with just like a master password, and I can at any time disable them from going in there and they have no ability to sort of change things on the individual sites. Um, and that allows me to feel a little bit more comfortable with the having them get access to things without knowing those exact passwords. Uh, one password is, is what it's called. There's also another one called last pass that work really well for that.
1: Okay. Very good.
0: So I'm just, I'm just thinking of other things that I struggled with when I was like, <laughs> you know, hiring people out. Um, and uh, the last thing is is when sharing with others how to do something um an easy way to do it is just to simply record yourself doing it on video um screen recording even even quicktime has screen recording capabilities you can just record a video to show them how to do something and i mean there's no there's no room for interpretation when you literally show them step by step through video and it's just easier to learn that way so
1: yeah, no, for sure. All my courses are uh, basically screen capture, so I'm pretty familiar with that, and I could just do that for that. I kind of create an old, my own course on how to handle my admin stuff.
0: <laughs> cool, man. Well, awesome. Good. Thank you for uh, taking the time, Guy. I'm, I, I'd be very curious to connect with you You know, four to five months from now after a few more courses have gone through and just to see how things are, if that's okay.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Awesome, man. Well, good luck to you. Uh, really quick, if people are interested in um, – you know, all the courses that you have, or maybe a couple of the top ones, where, where should they go?
1: Well, uh, it's basically the first one was chem, like chemistry, mm-hmm. chemvideotutor.com. Chem There's biovideotutor.com, physicsvideotutor.com, algebravideotutor.com, and geometryvideotutor.com.
0: I love the branding. Super easy to remember. Yep. And hopefully, there'll be other subjects too. Cool, man. Well, thank you so much. And um, actually, really quick question for you. Uh, I really love this topic. Do you cross-promote courses with each other?
1: Absolutely. In fact, the whole reason why I created the multiple courses is because I have students who take bio and algebra at the same time. And then they – so I'm I'm like lateral and vertical. When they complete those exams, then they take chemistry and geometry. Yeah. And one other thing is I, I became an affiliate with an SAT prep course um, it was actually on Shark Tank, <laughs> backed by Mark Cuban, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I promote that as well. So um, I, I have a lot of overlap in every email I go out. You know, I have at the bottom: if you're interested in this course, go to this site. This course, go to that site.
0: Nice, dude! It sounds awesome. Uh, keep up the good work, and we'll talk soon.
1: Very good. Thanks, Pat.
0: Thanks, Take bye. Care. All right, I hope you enjoyed that coaching session with Guy. And man, I, I just, my brain is going crazy with all the different things that he can do to make things more efficient. And and, and and I really think that with you know hiring VAs, I mean, just like I mentioned with Guy, for me, it was a very, very tough thing to do. I, I, I was somebody who only wanted to do things myself because I had that pride and I just didn't trust anybody. But I mean, after trying it just a little bit, and that's what I would recommend to all of you, if you're struggling and you know that you can hand stuff off, Hand off some really small things first. Get a taste of what it's like, and I promise you, you're going to be like, okay, what else can I hand off? And you're going to have so much more time to do the things that you love or the things that you know that you need to do versus what other people can do, and likely you're going to find that other people, I mean, there's so much great talent out there. You're going to find that some of these people who you find to either work for you part-time or temporarily or per project or full-time, perhaps, they can do things a lot better and more efficiently and faster than you can. So... Open yourself up to that possibility, and you'll see that cool things can happen. So, thank you, guy. I appreciate you being vulnerable, talking about the things that you're going uh, through right now. And hopefully, this is helpful for all of you listening too. And if this was helpful for you, please, one thing that you can do to help me, and that is literally just subscribe to the show. Pull out that device from your pocket, or you know, you're probably you know scrolling through something else right now. Go back to iTunes, hit subscribe, or hit subscribe on whatever you know app you're listening on. Um, and I cannot wait to serve you next week. Every Thursday, Ask Pat 2.0 comes out. We have another great episode coming out for you next week. Until then, keep crushing it. Keep opening up those possibilities and opportunities for yourself, and just wanna say I love you guys. Cheers, thanks so much, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes